0: Hey, what is going on future is now family. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura, and I'm so glad that you are listening today or watching if you're on YouTube. Uh, I'm very excited to conclude this series. If you didn't know, you are in the real relationships series right now, and we've just been going through the last uh, five or six episodes and just talking about how to make real relationships in our lives. And so today is the conclusion of that. Um, I'm sad, but I'm also excited because I think that there's going to be some really cool series coming up for you guys. Um, I'm really, today we're going to be talking about the four characteristics of a good friend. I think that's just a perfect way to end it, you know, how to be a good friend. Uh, And so um, there's just going to be four really practical, can apply it today, things that I've written down and thought about. And so, you know what, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Thank you again for watching and let's get into it. Get your hearts and minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast where you can discover your calling live with passion and purpose and learn how to be the leader of the future we all have a voice that people need to hear and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world if you're here to grow in the things of god and develop a healthy mindset you are in the right place i'm so glad that you're here so let's get excited about today's episode All right, let's just jump into this guys. Let's do it. Let's jump into it. You know, the first one uh, is a pretty easy one and um, it obviously requires work, but I feel like this is a key component to being a good friend. uh, And that is this, to be actively involved. Number one is to be actively involved. You know, I've heard the, the... Statement, you know, be present, and I think that's so true. Like, you have to be present whenever you're looking at a friendship or a relationship. You have to be present, but I think that there's just there's just another step beyond that, and it's different being present versus being actively involved. And sometimes when we're when I'm on a date day with my wife, you know, we'll we'll be together, right? And uh, I'll be sipping my coffee, maybe I'm on my phone, or maybe I'm just kind of lost in thought. And Adrian will be like, "Hey, I, I know." I'm not hanging out with you so that like your body's here. I'm hanging out with you so we can have discussion and you can be engaged and we can have a fun time together. And I think that speaks volumes to the way that we see our relationships and see our friendships. Like you can be a presence, but like you could be just like a a rock sitting there, you know, and you could just not be doing anything. But to be actively involved is to be a true friend. You know, I love Ecclesiastes 4, 10. It says this, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. A big thing about being a friend is being able to be there to help your friends up when they need you. Everybody's going to go through hard seasons. Everybody's going to have difficult seasons. But to be there and just say, hey, I'm here for you. Whatever you need is something that is so crucial when it comes to having meaningful friendships. And you won't know when those seasons are unless you are actively involved in their life. Now, when I say actively involved, I don't mean overbearing. Okay, it's (laughs) I think we all know the people that are very overbearing that it's like get out of my business all the time. Like, you know, I don't have to always be talking to you or with you. You know, there's just, just the people that are like, no, I need to know every single thing about your life every single day. It's a little overbearing in my opinion. But um, one thing that I, uh, I mark as a great friendship is there are moments of tears, okay? There's moments of tears, there's space for thought, and there's continuous laughter. There's moments of tears, there's space for thought, and there's continuous laughter. I think every friendship should have moments of tears. But if all of your interactions are super just like heavy, heavy, then it's not going to be a friendship that you're going to really enjoy. You know, those moments are great and those moments are needed, but those moments aren't like a 9 a.m. on a Tuesday type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Those are like when things happen, I'm here, but it doesn't have to be deep all the time. There should be space for thought. Your friends and you as a friend should cause the other person to think, to consider, to make considerations, to grow as a person in your thought life. But at the end of the day, there should be continuous laughter. I think that's a mark of a great relationship. It's a mark of a great friendship is how often do you laugh with one another? How often are you just like your stomach hurts and you're just enjoying each other's presence? That is so needed in friendship. I think a lot of times we can get so focused on like the growth aspects, which is great, by the way, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying we can get so focused on like challenging accountability deep conversations that we forget that like a a good component of a friendship is laughter, is joking around, is having fun with one another. So when I say be actively involved, I'm not saying being overbearing, I'm saying Ask them about their days, ask them about how their job is going, ask them about how their life is going, keep up with them, keep tabs with them. And then in the moments where it's necessary, yes, definitely have deep conversations. In the moments where it's necessary, yes, definitely have deep thought, but just focus on having fun with one another. Have fun, be actively involved, different than being present to be actively involved. All right, going on to number two is this, honesty, Okay, and now when I say be honest, I mean everybody needs an honest friend in their life All your friends should be honest. Okay, the 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 worst thing is when you're surrounded by bobblehead bobs You know what i'm saying bobblehead bobs The people that are just like constantly like yes, I agree with you. Yes, you are the best Yes, you are great at everything. No, you never do anything wrong. Did you do that really terribly? No, you're because you're perfect You know what i'm saying no Don't be a bobblehead Bob. Everybody needs honest friends in their life to have honest um, feedback for them. But here's the thing. Make sure that as a friend, you are being honest and you're for them. Okay? You have to be for somebody and that motive drives your honesty. Honesty for the sake of honesty can sometimes just turn you into a big jerk. You know? Like you could just be honest. If you could be honest and say every thought that came to your head, guess what? At the end of the day, you're not going to have any friends. You're just not because nobody like, you know, you're going to be like, hey, I don't like that shirt. Oh, your your breath really stinks. Oh, you, you did this and I didn't really like it. Oh, you made an idiot of yourself. No, honesty comes from the motive of somebody that is for you. They have the best intentions for you. So as a friend, make sure you have the best intentions for somebody else. Then come in with love and honesty at that point. It makes a difference because that's the difference between growth and attack. That's the difference between accountability and attacking. Is hey, I love you. I'm for you. I think that you're I think that you're amazing and I want you to live in the greatest capacity that you could possibly live. So here's what I see. Here's a blind spot that I saw. And so, you know, Ephesians 4.25 says this, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. Put off falsehood and speak truthfully truthfully to your neighbors and to your neighbors. As in, I'm honest to my friend. I'm not honest to everybody else about my friend. I'm honest to my friend. Do you see the difference? So there is an element in your life that you need wisdom to be spoken over you and you need to speak wisdom over somebody else. But with the prerequisite of this person loves me or I love this person, this person's for me or I'm for this person and I want to see the best for this person's life or this person wants to see the best for my life, then come in with honest love. There you go. You have to have honesty as a good friend. Otherwise, you'll be bobblehead Bob and the guy's he- this, the other guy's head is going to get massive. They're going to get prideful and arrogant. It's not going to be good for anybody. So make sure that you have honesty in your friendship. As a good friend, keep that characteristic. So we number one, be actively involved. Number two, be honest. Going on into number, number three. Oh, I love this one. It says this, encouraging. Oh man, don't you guys just love encouraging people? They're just the best like they just encourage you. They send that text over to you. You're having a down day and uh, they just say, Hey, I, I was praying for you this morning. I believe in you. I'm thankful for you. Everybody needs encouragement, but check this out. Encouragement is not just words. Encouragement is a lifestyle. You don't just encourage people by the way that you talk. You encourage people by the way that you, that you act. When people look at your life and they see that you are a great friend, that you are a hard worker, that you are dedicated to the word of God, that you are really who you say you are, you have integrity. That's encouraging as a lifestyle. So be encouraging to your friends. Yes, say the right things, of course, encourage them, but live your life in a way that encourages them to see and be challenged by. You know, I look at my friends and I'm so encouraged by their work ethic, I learned so much by the how hard my friends work, how they love people around them, how they're selfless. I mean, I can go person by person and say, man, the way that they live their life in this aspect is super encouraging for me. And so make sure that you we encourage each other, not by just words, but by our lifestyle. You know, First Thessalonians, Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Life is hard and rather than encourage somebody out of a hard season, be an encouragement to somebody so that when they go into a hard season, they still have that resilience and they still have that spoken word over them and that courage that they got from you and the way that you lived your life and the words that you spoke over them. Everybody needs an encouraging friend. And number four, finally, is this generous Every oh man, scripture tells us to be generous. Um, you know, I love Colossians 3 13. It says this bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now I know what you're saying. Um we're just talking about generosity. Now, why are we talking about forgiveness? Well, there's so many things that you can be generous with. I think all of our minds go to the normal things of generosity, right? Time and money like be generous yes be generous with your resources buy your friend a coffee be generous with your time time is literally the most valuable asset of your life so be generous with it just understand that that means something and also if somebody's giving you their time understand how valuable that is how valuable an hour long conversation is with coffee how how valuable hanging out and going and to get dinners that's valuable it's so, so valuable. Time, resources, be generous with your words. Don't hold back. Sometimes it can be awkward to like encourage people. I don't know why, but some of us just feel awkward. They, that's just not their gifting. And sometimes even for me, I'm like, oh, eh, yeah, like I guess I could encourage them. But you have no idea the generosity and the fruit that's, um, that fruit that you can bear with generous words. Be generous with your patience, be patient with one another. Forgiveness, be generous with forgiveness. I'll tell you what. The test of a true friendship is how well you can disagree and argue and fight. And at the end of the day, what does your relationship with them look like? Seriously, that is the, the mark of the, the mark of a great friendship is we disagree. We fight. We argue. And at the end of the day, I still love you and I'm still for you. Nobody wants to be friends with the person that they're walking around eggshells or they don't want to bring up something because they think, man, if I bring this up, maybe they'll end up hating me. We won't be friends anymore. I'll tell you what, if an argument or a disagreement causes you to lose friendship with somebody else, the friendship was never strong to begin with. So be generous in your forgiveness. If you're way willing to forgive others when they repent and say, hey, I messed up. Okay, that's totally fine. The more willing you are to forgive others, I'll tell you what the richer your friendship is going to be because then they're not so consumed and, and worried about what they might do or how they might act and the freer you will be able to feel in your relationships and friendships. So be generous. Nobody likes a stingy friend. Stingy people don't have a lot of friends because stinginess sucks and it's, it's not a good trait to have. I'll tell you that much. So listen, this was a, this was a super simple episode because I just wanted to wrap this up. The four characters, it's characteristics of a good friend. And I just believe this. I was praying before this episode and I just hope that this encourages you And I hope that this series encouraged you. And, you know, when I was praying, it kind of just got brought to mind. Just maybe you're in a place and you wish you had better friends. Maybe you wish you had more friends. Uh, Maybe you're just in a season where you just feel a little lonely. But let me tell you, God has amazing community for you. And be prayerful and ask God to bring a person into your life that you could be amazing friends with, that you could be uh, partners within life, I'm telling you, there is a, there is people out there that are that are for you that that will bring life. And in my life, there is nothing. There's no greater blessing in my life than the people that God has brought into it. I'm talking about my wife. I'm talking about my friends, my community around me. I'm telling you, has catapulted me to where I am today. I would not be where I am today without the people in my life that cheered me on when things were hard that lifted me up when things were hard, that that celebrated me when things were going good, that corrected me when I was being a dummy. So know that I started this series because this is one of the most important aspects in life and we're never going to perfect it, but we can get better and better and better at building amazing relationships and becoming a better friend, becoming a better partner, becoming a better spouse because that is going to be kind of the, the, the wagon That takes you where you're, wherever you're gonna go in life. It's God's grace on your life, and it's the people that He gives you. So I really hope that you, um, you love, you love this series. I love this series, and I loved hearing from you guys. Uh, I'm excited for the next series to come. Uh, If you haven't already, I'll, I'll tell you what I love giving away all of this for free. It is my heart that I would just provide some information, some insight, and hopefully you guys would be encouraged by it. Um, It's totally free and I love it. And the way that you can say thank you to that is just by leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts. We have 44 reviews right now and I would love to see that grow. So if you haven't yet, if you've been listening um, and you haven't, leave a written review i would just i would just truly appreciate it to leave a written review on apple podcasts Um, besides that make sure that you uh follow me on instagram at spencer knock and message me and tell me what you liked about the episode tell me what you liked about the series how you grow how you challenge maybe something you disagree with i would love to talk to you on instagram follow me at spencer knock besides that keep sharing the the podcast uh, keep living your lives full of passion and purpose as a Christian leader. And I will see you on the next episode of The Future Is Now. Love you guys.